Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. For over 31 years, Brahma Kumaris of the United States has been transforming lives. This summer, Brahma Kumaris is honored to host Sister Shivani, June 20th through July 9th on her first ever North American tour, where she will share her simple wisdom and meditation style in 14 cities. An engineer by profession, Sister Shivani presents a logical yet comfortable way of adopting spirituality. The tour includes Great Neck, New York, Westchester, New York, Edison, New Jersey, Toronto and Brampton, Ontario, Dayton, Ohio, Detroit, Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, Washington, D.C., Boston, Massachusetts, Danbury, Connecticut, Tampa, and Orlando, Florida. With a grand finale at Peace Village, the Brahmakumaris Retreat Center in the breathtaking Catskill Mountains of upstate New York. Looking forward to meeting each one of you who has become a part of the beautiful Awakening family. Don't miss this special event. Tickets are free. Register now at bkawakening2017.org.
Hello, everyone. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was lifted from bliss. And every time I hear that track, I literally get lift. And I could see why she called it that. Anyway, the whole East Coast is getting really excited about the Awakening to Love and Forgiveness with Sister Shivani from India. She's going to be touring between June 20th and July 10th in 14 cities. Can you believe that? And of course, there are going to be even more events within those 14 cities. So please go to BK Awakening. Uh, 2017org if you'd like some more information on what she's up to. And she's going to be with us for our 20-year anniversary on July 2nd at the MGM Grand Ballroom at National Harbor in beautiful Metro Washington, D.C. It's always important for us to be together in these times. It's a time in which a lot of us are waking up who have gone to sleep those of us who've been uh, sleeping and never really got, you know, like what they call in the urban languaging, woe, um, are beginning to realize, like, what's happening? What is this? What, what, what actually just took place? And some of us who are grappling with, do I even want to wake up? Because then I'm going to have to be responsible. I'm going to have to find my purpose in existing. Sometimes it's just so easy to blame our parents, the environment, the leaders in office. Um, It's easy to blame our country, our religion, just very hard to turn the attention to the self to see what am I responsible for? What am I capable of doing? Who am I? Why am I here? Stay tuned. We're going to be having a wonderful conversation with the go-getter girl, Shinjini Das. She's going to be joining us in just a minute. Before I get Shinjini on, of course, we're going to get them from our sweet sister Gita right after this meditation, off the grid, into the heart. Take a deep breath. In this meditation, I invite you to become aware of the two types of consciousness that reside within the soul. Let us choose the consciousness of light over the darkness of past stories, the history that gets into our way. Let us now remember our connection to the supreme energy, the supreme soul, the being of light. For far too long, we have allowed the external forces to dictate our inner force. And at this time, I choose to get off the grid and step inside the heart to be myself. I choose to no longer be under the influence of what the world tells me, what my parents have told me, my spouse, friends, or anyone who has been a negative influence in my life. In this meditation, I stand strong in the original, eternal, imperishable worth of the soul. I, the being of light, the soul of power, I step into the heart and I become a being of love, a being 
of light and goodness. Thank you, Sister Jenna. It's always a pleasure being on America Meditate. I'm touched to read A Strong Woman versus A Woman of Strength. Who am I? A strong woman works out every day to keep her body in shape. But a woman of strength builds relationships to keep her soul in shape. A strong woman isn't afraid of anything. However, a woman of strength shows courage in the midst of her fears. That's a woman of courage. A woman of strength shows courage in the midst of her fears. A strong woman won't let anyone get the best of her. But a woman of strength gives the best of her to everyone. A strong woman makes mistakes and avoids the same in the future. However, a woman of strength realizes that life's mistakes can also be unexpected blessings and capitalizes. She becomes strong from the obstacles. A strong woman wears the look of confidence on her face. But a woman of strength wears grace. A strong woman has faith that she is strong enough for the journey. But a woman of strength has faith that it is in the journey that she will become strong. How powerful is that? Om Shanti. Thank you so much, Sister Gita. I always appreciate your readings. They always touch me. So welcome to America Meditating. You just listened to Off the Grid from Off the Grid into the Heart, Meditation CD, beautiful reading by Sister Gita on what a strong woman is versus a woman of strength. I could see myself going on both sides, but not with the exercise part. <laughs> Today we're very proud to welcome Shinjini Das. She's the go-getter girl, founder and CEO of the Das Media Group, a digital content marketing agency, global millennial influencer, trilingual television personality, keynote speaker, industrial engineer, and author with a global social media following of over 130,000. She's been extensively interviewed in the media uh, on major networks, ABC, NBC, Fox News, and she considers it to be a true privilege to impact her global audience and share her thoughts on broadening access to global girls' education through you know, the INC magazine. She was also profiled in Forbes magazine as a 24-year-old American CEO. Shinjini was honored to have been invited to moderate a panel at the 2016 Commission on the Status of Women at the United Nations Headquarters in recognition as a global hero for her advocacy work to fight for gender equality and empower women. She was invited to serve as one of 100 authors and shared her strategies for building business in the Better Business Book, Volume 2, to be published internationally. 
Today we welcome this go-getter to America Meditating Radio, Shinjini Das. Welcome and Om Shanti. Hi, thank you so much, sister. I thoroughly enjoyed that meditation and I'm so <laughs> excited to be here with you. <laughs> when I was looking over your journey, I was remembering my journey in my 20s and what it was like for me to um, see the future as this unlimited, broad awaiting. You know, it was just waiting for me to walk into. It was just entirely up to me to just do it, you know. And there was something that you said in one of your videos that I love so much. So many people will sit for hours just thinking about what they're going to do. But I think for girls like you and women like me, we just go, I'm enough with thinking, let's do this. And I believe that's where a lot of people kind of get lost is in just the thinking versus the doing. So what I'd like for you to do is to share with our amazing audience about, you know, how do you keep yourself inspired? And it's two questions. How do you keep yourself inspired? And do you find at times where you don't feel inspired and that's also good enough for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So I will say that I am... I think by nature, an inspired person, I, I think I've realized that. So I try to really seek the wonder in day-to-day life. I actually attended a conference last year, and something that was said during one of the workshops will always stick with me, which is to always choose wonder over worry, mm-hmm. right? And so when we think about that, there are so many reasons to be worried on a day-to-day basis, whether that's financial worry, whether that's a health worry, like you were just saying, whether that's you know social worry, you know, I don't know, does anybody want to be my friend? Or just all sorts of different issues, right, that we can... Mm-hmm think of but instead of that I always choose wonder right so instead of saying you know what will happen when I move to LA next year right I'm choosing to think of oh my goodness this is going to be the land of opportunity for me oh my goodness I have to be there in person to to receive the gifts that I know I'm going to get you know so I think it is a conscious decision to live in wonder not worry and I think in terms of your second part of your question have I been uninspired at times I don't know about I'm inspired. I think, again, I've, I've always been inspired, but I think I've definitely been a little bit um, demotivated, you know, at times. It's like, okay, is this working? Okay, am I getting where I need to go? You know, because I've always been very, as I'm sure you are, a little bit uh, driven, <laughs> you know, in, uh, in achieving uh, what we want to achieve. So I'm always kind of ruthless in that, you know, is this working? And if not, then there are times that I find myself sometimes, you know, getting a little bit uh, demotivated. It's like, oh, you know, it's not, it's not working fast enough, but that's when I have to remind myself that it takes time to produce greatness, <laughs> right? Well, you know, in so. your 20s, that's a normal um, thought to have. I think if we were, we didn't have those thoughts in the 20s, we wouldn't be normal. Um, right. <laughs> so I think that's all a part of the journey. Um, I know that you won first place in the state of Georgia's um, original oratory competition, and yes. that usually speaks volumes about your speaking skills, one of the greatest tools for a leader is their ability Mm -hmm. to communicate clearly. Um, As you observe your life as where you are today, um, Mm -hmm. do you think that you've always had just an innate gift to speak, to share, to debate, to convey a message, or did you practice to develop that skill? 
That's a great question, and I haven't actually ever been explicitly asked that before, so that's really great. Thank you so much. (laughs) I think, you know what, look, I think the voice has been a gift. I do believe that, you know, and I'm going to be honest about that. Having said that, I think the development of the voice has been absolute brute force and hard work. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I think that is the best way to sum it up because the tenor of my voice, the quality of my voice is something that I have never worked on. You know, Um, that's Mm -hmm. something that has been a gift. Um, As a woman, I think both of us kind of have a little bit more of a deeper tenor than Mm -hmm. traditional women do. And I'll be honest with you, I think (laughs) that's been absolutely transformational in my journey, because, I mean, I deal with a lot of men on a daily basis now, right? In business, in even, you know, just kind of my lifestyle brand. I mean, it's it, it, the world is changing, but not changing fast enough. And so still the majority of my conversations are with older businessmen. And, and I'll be honest, if I sounded, you know, hi, you know, it, it wouldn't carry as much gravitas. <laughs> so I think that <laughs> I'm very blessed and I'm very excited um, that I have a deeper tenor, but absolutely in terms of the development of the voice has been absolute brute force and hard work, mm. you know, um, in terms mm. of observing others, in terms of I mean, practicing myself, in terms of speaking, you know, in the mirror and seeing what works versus what doesn't work. I mean, it's been absolute, absolute hard work. Mm. It's funny, when I was transferred to Washington, D.C., um, there are a lot of power hitters, and that's all I've ever been surrounded by. Yeah, I remember yeah. being in a room with um, a friend of mine who was the go-to person in Washington of the who's who um, yes. PR <laughs> work. And yeah. she has been with me on my journey for the 20 years that I've been here. One of the first first individuals that I met when I got here. And along the way, she would come and whisper in my ear, She'd say, Sister Jenna, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you can mm-hmm. be in these meetings with all this ego mm-hmm. and these men. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. overbearing. Mm-hmm. And you just speak mm-hmm. so softly mm-hmm. and they lean <laughs> into you. And I said, that's the trick. You've got to grab their attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want and, to talk about the- <laughs> No, no, and you're absolutely right because, you know, what I've realized is that we have a gift as women uh, that we need to use, and this is actually a very important conversation that I have with my, uh, you know, audiences as well, which is that femininity is our secret, you know, is really yes. what will make us stand apart. You know, um, so that's something that I've definitely embraced because you're right. I mean, it's, it is intimidating, you know, to be surrounded by men all the time who, you know, are generally very, very aggressive, very, very loud, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, so we have to stand our ground. <laughs> well, let's talk about go-getter girl. Um, you talk about the secrets of a go-getter. What is the difference mm-hmm. between a dreamer and a go-getter? Yeah, so you just you just nailed it, right? So a dreamer <laughs> is someone who spends um, a lot of time just kind of thinking about how life is going to play out, thinking about how life is going to work out, right? And again, all of us are dreamers at some point, right? Or at our core, right? And and that's where action starts, right? Is with a dream. And so I'm very 
you know, okay with that. That's great. Um, however, the part that I think is uh, wrong is to spend your entire time dreaming, right? Mm-hmm. I think that is where the problem lies. And so I think what I've realized and, and I think what you've realized is that we really have to dream, you know, 10% of the time and take action 90% of the time, right? So I think I'm also at the point now where, you know, I have a dream, have a, you know, action plan, like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's figure out everything else. Let me go. But having said that, you obviously don't want to take action on a half-baked plan, right? So that it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're, you're sort of unprepared. Like, I would never recommend that. Uh, but I think what I will say is that action has, for me at least, has solved a lot of problems, you know, because mm-hmm. I was the girl with so many, you know, dreams. And it's like, okay, I don't really feel fulfilled mm-hmm. in what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm sort of doing the good kid route, right? I'm, I'm, I'm an engineer, you know, one of the, the best engineering school for this major in the world. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm in a consulting company. So all the traditional metrics were being <laughs> met, you know, very high, uh, you know, five-figure job and, and all these things, right? But I wasn't exactly fulfilled. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like I had control over my life, you know, my life is controlled by others, my boss, my, you know, whoever else was, was in the company. And so, you know, I really had this vision of, you know, influencing the world for good. And I know it sounds very, you know, like, oh, you know, very, <laughs> you know, artsy and all that. And it's like, yeah, how are you, you going to make money doing that, right? That's the traditional question for every um, parent, especially immigrant parent. But I really wanted to explore that path. And so for me, it was about, okay, this is enough, right? I'm, I'm done dreaming. I have to start acting. And so this journey is actually very personal. You know, this has been my life. And so this is not just something that I preach and I, you know, uh, shout to the choir about. This is something that I've actually legitimately experienced. Sure. Sure. I, and I get that. I get that. And I think that when we're in our tender 20s and 30s, it's such a different mm-hmm. narrative. And mm-hmm. here I am over 50 something. And mm. for me, I'll t- and I don't know if this will be also your journey or your unfolding, mm-hmm. but there is something that happens to you when you, it's almost as if you're self-competing. You might think that you were doing it outside with others mm-hmm. in your 20s or 30s or with what mm-hmm. the world offered you as the mm-hmm. aim, but um, as you mature from the experiences that you garner in your mm-hmm. interactions and your everyday affairs with people, places, mm-hmm. and things, if there's an inner um, compass that feels like my higher purpose is that I have self-appreciation, self-worth, peace of mind, dignity, nobility, mm-hmm. calm, then I can only say to you that um, 50 and above, your go-getting stage is the stage in which your presence now begins to do the work. Um, Until then, you have to, you know... And until then, go on (laughs) over, do your stuff, girl. Go get them. So I want to talk about your higher purpose, like in terms Mm -hmm. of living a truly meaningful life, what does that Mm -hmm. look like? for Shinjini? 
Yeah, you know, that's a really good question. I think uh, I'm someone who needs to feel in my element all the time, you know, so Mm -hmm. someone who needs to be uh, in a position of positive uh, influencing, right? So influencing whether that, and again, I think the beautiful thing is everything that I'm doing is a facet of that, right? So whether that's through my company, which is, uh, and again, I think business is is in desperate need of that positivity as well. You know, I'm not even positivity, but again, business for good, you know, because I think, right. as I'm sure you know, it's not all uh, sunflowers and roses, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the world of business is very much uh, cutthroat. It's very much, you know, at some point um, there are, uh, you know, mis- mishaps in integrity, perhaps, and, and none of that is, is something that I stand for, right? So, again, the same thing that I'm doing with my lifestyle brand, the same thing that I'm doing with my advocacy is kind of the flavor that I'm bringing into business um, as a woman you know, as uh, sort of a younger person is that flavor of, you know, let's use business as a vehicle for positive change. Um, so essentially, you know, I definitely am looking to be a purveyor of positive influence. And, uh, and, and, and again, that higher purpose, you know, I think uh, for whatever it is, I'm blessed with, uh, with wisdom, you know, uh, and uh, I'm trying to use that to connect with others because I think that some things in my generation are not right you know, whether that is this emphasis mm-hmm. on like whatever it is, you know, short-term uh, gratification, whether that's short-term relationships, short-term, you know, essentially like shortcuts, like that's not something that I believe in. So at every point, you know, what my generation believes in, I sort of believe in something mm-hmm. different, you know. So what I'm trying to do is bridge the gap. What I'm trying to do is be the voice of wisdom and reason and, you know, fulfillment so and, and positivity uh, within my generation. And then, you know, obviously, you know, looking to monetize that to, uh, you know, uh, live. <laughs> um, uh, but but you know, I really I want that to be the mainstay. I really do. I really do. You know, because I Shinjini, think that when you look at no, thank yeah. you for that. Um, because I think yeah. that's so important. I didn't mean to cut you, but thank you for that. Sure, sure. Because sure. those of us that are kind of twice your age, you know, mm-hmm. we're still trying to find out what is it. <laughs> like, 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 what does your generation mean? Um, and what yeah. I mean by that is, and and I mean that with all sincerity, it is so fast. And yeah. even though all of my friends who are in my age group are a little bit older, they'll be like, oh, Sister Jenny, you're so good with social media and Internet. And yeah. I always say, I yeah. listen to the kids. I listen to what they tell me. Yeah. That This just seems like just yeah. you're sharing your story. But I look at yeah. it perhaps a shared story and I don't know how the younger generation sees this. Could you please educate us? Like, I, you gave us a little bit about what you feel that your generation might look at, you know, short-term relationships, mm-hmm. quick fixes, listen mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Is there more about you that we might need to understand? Like, what are some of your needs of this time? Yeah, as in my people, my generation. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I mean question. that question. question. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I think um, the good news is that we've been raised, um, for the most part, in abundance, right? So um, we're not exactly struggling, or at least, again, I'm sort of generalizing the majority um, of, of folks that I'm sure you're in contact with, that I've been in contact with, that I continue to be in contact with, are not struggling with basic needs. Um, as a result, mm-hmm. there is this quest 
to find our passion and you know find our purpose and and do what makes us happy, not what um, you know our parents perhaps had to do to sustain themselves, right? And so there is this you know amazing sort of excitement of like let's find what we're meant to do, but there's also a great deal of uh, loss in the sense of feeling extremely lost. I think that's something that I'm picking up on over and over and over again, just from my uh, private conversations, my uh, personal uh, life and, and, you know, friends and and, and relationships there. And also uh, just from my talks, you know, because I really make it a point to engage in sort of deeper conversations. And the issue is that, you know, I want to do all these things and want to change the world and, you know, want to, you know, travel to Africa, uh, but, but how, 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 you know? So I think the question mm-hmm. is how, and that's where I'm really coming in is helping all of us uh, sort of take that action, you know, because if there's anything I lo- I've learned is that dreams without action are only dreams. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I think there's definitely a, a huge uh, action gap is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so all these dreams, all these ideas, but there's a certain sense of loss there's a certain sense of not being able to put the puzzle pieces together, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that's what I'm seeing um, over and over again. And then, of course, some kids are figuring it out, you know, earlier than others. Some are taking a different direction, et cetera, et cetera. But I think in general, that is the flavor that I'm getting is I want to do all these things. I want to change the world, but I'm feeling lost because I don't know where to start. Right. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That was really important for me to know because um, it's a generation that, I feel such a resonance with, and yet at times, most of them just come to me for spiritual support, you know, and I think that's fine, but I also wanted to understand the deeper aspect of where everyone is, and I appreciated that. Um, What are your latest, you know, next big thing that you want the world to know? Like, what's Sanjini's next big move in life? Yeah, I see the next big move, but quite literally, um, is Hollywood. Uh, and, and, yeah, it's the entertainment industry. I mean, you know, the thing is, look, I've always been keen to use my platform, and, and a voice is a very generic thing in a way, right? Again, the way that I'm using my voice in business is the way that I'm using my voice in a speech is the way that I'm using my voice on television. So for me, it's very exciting to be able to parlay into many different mediums. Um, and so I'm mm. someone who's also always been really, really ambitious, and I'm not someone who restricts myself. I'm only doing this. You know, um, so mm-hmm. I thought about it uh, one day and I realized that there is no greater platform in the world than entertainment, right? I mean, if you look at the essential pop culture, right? I mean, this is where kids uh, get their idols. This is where kids, uh, you know, I don't know, just like want to be like, you know, XYZ, you know, on TV, MTV Movie Award, whatever, right? That's like what kids do is, is kids and I mean, even, even adults, right, uh, is, is they look at media for inspiration, right? And, you know, oh, well, you know, Beyonce is doing this and, you know, that other person is doing this. And so for me, that was a very, like, interesting thought, right? Is like, okay, so all these individuals hold a tremendous amount of influence among people. What if, okay, that person was an engineer? You know, what if that person, you know, had the 20 million followers, but was preaching gender equality and empowerment and, you know, good vibes and harmonious family relationships, right? Um, Like, what if that was a thing? You know, basically, what if I could make all of these values popular on a world stage on an entertainment stage so i had that Mm. i had that sort of wild idea a couple of years ago actually and 
again, I think this is destiny um, because it's very difficult to track down, you know, managers uh, in this business because they typically find you um, and they reject a lot of people who track them down. Uh, and so uh, I think it was destiny, but I got connected with someone on LinkedIn, long story short, he's my manager now, um, assigned to his agency. And so the next sort of literal move uh, is LA, you know, to fully uh, explore and, and, and frankly dominate um, the television space, the radio space, um, and then, you know, we'll see kind of where all of that leads. But look, at the end of the day, it's content. At the end of the day, it is influence. Um, it's just something different from what people have generally seen those mediums leveraged for. So I'm really excited. I think it, it will absolutely be groundbreaking um, because it's never mm. been done before. This is not me, like, trying to be very uh, proud of myself. <laughs> this is the fact. You know, that it's just not been done. Um, so it's very exciting. It's very exciting. And I think that, you know, I am um, resolute uh, in my focus, you know, because, again, it, it is so unusual, right, for me to sort of be an engineer and, um, you know, to do the, the photo shoots that I'm doing or whatever. But, again, I'm trying to make that normal, right? I'm trying to make an engineer uh, girl normal i'm trying to make her yes she's beautiful yes she's oh by the way she's an engineer not oh you know there's a stereotype is that oh she's an engineer you know all these other qualities then must be terrible right because that's <laughs> not really what the truth is you know so i'm trying to prove a lot of things through my story and you know you'll see that and i think there's still some amount of confusion from you know people they're like oh where are you going what are you doing because there's just so much happening um, but in yeah. my mind, I'm clear, you know, I'm clear about where I'm going and what I'm doing. And essentially, it is going to be uh, positive influence. It's going to be good vibes, but it's going to be uh, extremely multidimensional. And I think that's mm. what I can definitely promise you. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to add, Sanjini, we're going to wish you continued <laughs> success in all that you do. It's a growing process, and it's clear that you're very driven. And I think for many young girls who want to find inspiration, I think they'll definitely find it in you. Keep us updated on all the good that's going on so we can track you and, and, and stalk you spiritually to make sure you stay you. on track yeah. and stay true. For you. And many, many good wishes, my sweet little one. All the best and continued success. Is there a website Thank that I we can find you? What? <laughs> Yes, yes, the website is www.shinjini.com. And I actually have a question for you, um, which uh-huh. is what is your sort of spiritual advice for me as I embark on this slightly crazy uh, but also worth it journey? <laughs> well, I would definitely just keep reminding you that in your quiet moments, just listen. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you'll find that there might be an, actually even an opposite thought that's signaling something to you. And mm-hmm. whether you respond to that thought now or you mm-hmm. respond to it 10 or 20 years later, that mm-hmm. thought will definitely reveal many, many mysteries. So oh. I would secondly tell you, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. The mm-hmm. third thing is um, always stand very firm that the legacy you leave behind has everything mm-hmm. to do with the way that you've shared your respect to others despite their behavior. Um, that you keep offering respect and accept people where they are, but you stay true to yourself and your power of virtues and values. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. Many <laughs> blessings, little one. Do Thank well. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> You're you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. So as you were listening to Shinjini, I felt like I was listening to myself in my 20s. It was so cute. It was like I was saying, okay, 
in my 20s, where are you going to be 50-something years, you know, like half of these years later? So I'm wishing her all the very best in her endeavors. It's going to be a beautiful journey. I know that with the way that technology in the medium is today, it's, it tends to be very externally driven. It's my pure wish that she pays attention to her inner world. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation today. I know I did. Visit her and her website at Shinjini Das. That's S-H-I-N-J-I-N-I-D-A-S.com. Or visit her Twitter handle at Speaker Shinjini. And remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. Thanks to the Archer Iris Foundation for supporting our radio show. And I'm going to end today's um, show with Kristen Hoffman, Love and Gratitude. Take care, everyone. All the very best. Over 30,000 homeless children live in the streets of La Paz, Bolivia. Most of these children live on the bridges and cemeteries or wherever they can find shelter. They eat whatever they can find, steal or beg. Father Joseph Maria Neuenhofer, a German priest, has dedicated his entire life in helping these children. For the last 23 years, Foundation Arco Irish, founded and led by Father Neuenhofer, has helped thousands of these children in providing shelter, food, education, and medical care through the Foundation's hospital. For more information and to donate to Foundation Arco Iris, go to www.arcoirisamerica.org. 